When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up. But it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Don. There may be some blood. Good evening to Don. Oh. Good evening to Don. I need some shake to bring to the yard. And good evening to myself. Total orthopedics. That's nothing. That, I'm, so, I'm sorry. That's a nothing burger, Don. No, you said. Total orthopedics. You said Total. you didn't do it, and you did. No, you said I said torthopedics, didn't you? Total orthopedics. I said total. You know what? It was a rough. It was a rough moment. I do three hundred and sixteen reads a day. Oh, here we go. I flubbed one tortho. Okay. Um, let's get in some diamond notes. Brought to you by Two by London, the engagement shop at London Jewelers. And for for diamond notes, something was said during the uh, Yankee broadcast yesterday oh, no. that. Alarmed some people. Let's hear what Michael said again. Daddy's happy. Oh, I, I thought that was a nothing burger. What was the? Well, I, it was. It was early. I hadn't turned the game on yet. What was he referring to? Well, the Cabrera got his first MLB hit, and they cut. They showed a picture of the dad. They showed the dad, and he was happy. And and I, I, I saw it was that's like a nothing burger. trending at one point. I'm like. It wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, so I really expected it to be something like because people are saying this is a new drop. You got to use this. I'm like, I don't yeah, know I got, I got like five, I got five texts saying it was a drop. Five tweets. Let me hear it again. Daddy's happy. I, I guess I if they said it on the show, the way that the way that people were tweeting us about it, I would have thought he said it in this weird way, like Daddy's happy. That's what I was expecting. Huh. I, that, yeah, that, that's what I was expecting. Uh, otherwise, it's an absolute zero. Yeah. So, the fact that they showed the dad and he said, Daddy's happy, the only thing they're making fun of is that he said, Daddy, instead of Dad. Like, if he said, Dad's happy, no one would have said anything. Daddy's happy! Yeah, but it, in the context <laughs> just... of the moment, it fit perfectly. Now, what I thought was funny when it was somebody getting a haircut the other day. And, what did he say? And he said, I, I need a little trim. I said, that... that's a drop. Okay, sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, when you talk about trying to get a genuine reaction. Yeah. Like if you needed, I wonder when I'm going to know when Don saw the picture. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. I Don asked, we were talking about Tyrod Taylor's dating the very lovely Drea Michelle. Yes. And he said, who's Drea Michelle? I said, look her up. He looked her up. And then his immediate response was, Oh. 
<laughs> That's very good. That's Diamond Notes, by the way, brought to you by Two by London, the oh, engagement really? shop at London Jewelers. Picker designed the perfect engagement ring to fit every budget at any of their six area locations. Um, let's go back to Deshaun Watson for a moment today. We, we, we have not spent much time on it today at all. Um, RG3 on first take talking about the Watson situation. For the NFL, they made the best business decision for themselves. But this was an opportunity for them to stand up for women and say, you know what? We don't care if this drags out because this is our opportunity to say, women, we support you. We support you and we understand that his behavior, as ruled by Judge Sue L. Robinson, qualified as sexual assault, qualified as sexual misconduct. And we're not just going to go for a year. We might even go for longer than that. We're not going to go for a $5 million fine. We might even go for longer than that because there's no amount of games and no fine money that you can put on the feelings that these women have. And when I listened to his apology, Deshaun Watson wasn't apologizing for his behavior. He was apologizing for how his behavior made you feel. And we've all had somebody in our lives like that. And that's why I think he has no remorse and he has no contrition for what has happened. And I just want to pour out my heart for the women out there who have been affected because as a father of three daughters, soon to be four, I would never want my daughters to be exposed to any type of treatment, especially that type of treatment from a star player in one of the biggest leagues in the world. Good stuff from RG3. No, it's it's great, but I, I do think the NFL did what they had to do, Peter. Because what I would tell RG3 is, while you're fighting, he's playing. I think it was a moral imperative that he not be there opening day. So could they have fought to get a full year? Yeah, they probably could have. If they did, Peter, it might take a while to win that, and then he's playing all this year. Now, eventually they'll get their year, but I think they saw more value a better message, him not being on the field to start the season. That's a really interesting debate about what's the more, what stance is more important, you know? And and, and is there a world in which if the if they tried to go for more, and is there a world in which they still could have fought him playing in the meantime? Hmm. I don't know. But what happens while they're fighting? He's playing, right? I don't know. Is, does that have to be? Well, no, because I, I guess you would get a – it would just be like when you're appealing a suspension, right? You get to play until your hearing is heard. I would think if he's suing the league or if they – because that's what they would have to do, right? They would have to file like a another suit, more appeals to try to get a deeper suspension. You, he would have to play during that, I would think. If, if I'm wrong, please somebody correct me officially. But the truth is I don't think, Don, it was about the standard of we need to get him out now. Uh, I do think it was that, but only in the sense that they want to get it over with, not about well, punishment. Well, but they, they want to move. They want to move on. Well, the, the, I think there's value to moving on as well. But it's like, but what RG three is saying: if your if your conviction is he did this, and we've got to get a year or more, then you fight for that. But while you're fighting for it, if he gets a chance to play, and he's winning, and he starts to control the narrative, and then you try to take next year away from him. Like, will will it have the same feel while he went out and played and played successfully for a year? Um, also, what if you don't win it? You know, they already got it reduced from uh, indefinite suspension down to six. Then they get 11. 
So what if you go out there and fight and he plays Peter and then you don't win and you don't get what you want? Now, now, now he'll lose 11 games next year and lose a lot more money. So I guess there's value to that. But doesn't that send even a worse message that he's out there playing for his new team and maybe winning games and changing the narrative? Plus, the NFL, he, I got to tell you this, we didn't get into this that much yesterday. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the therapy he's going to have to get because that's where the NFL might be able to get him. Because Adam Schefter's reporting that he's going to have to go and he is going to have to do what he has to do in those therapy sessions. Otherwise, the suspension could be longer. If he if he jerks around and doesn't show up or doesn't treat it uh, seriously, he might get even more than 11 games. So he better take that seriously because they're going to keep an eye on him. You know the NFL is just waiting to pounce the second that they get some sort of sense he's not getting that counseling or he's not doing it or not showing up, or leaving halfway through, or not paying attention, not doing the homework assignments they might give him. There's there's certain things that they're going to be watching him like a hawk. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. Let's stay football. Uh, here's Elijah Moore being asked about uh, Joe Flacco. What's Joe Flacco? He's just very calm and, like, nonchalant. A lot of quarterbacks maybe, like, are into it, very en- en- energetic, but he's just very controlled and calm. So I feel like when he's in the huddle and he just speaks, he just gives everybody a lot. He was about to go first down, a touchdown. So here we go. So having, having him as, like, a swag to it, grateful for sure. And Flacco uh, was asked who Elijah Moore reminds him of. In some ways, you know, I think it's Steve Smith just because of how explosive Steve was. And Steve didn't necessarily run routes like everybody else did, but he was always in the right spot. And I think Elijah has some of that in him. He can kind of feel when he's open and you might not always get the same depth or he may run the same route several times, completely different every time. And I think with him, it's just getting, like when I played with Steve, even though he was doing that, he was always in the right spot, always in the right timing. And I think Elijah's there 90% of the time. It's just that last little bit when he's doing those things, getting the feel for being in that right spot every time. Because you know that with a guy like that, with a guy that has his physical abilities, he's going to be a little bit different than everybody else. And you have to let him use those superpowers to his advantage. All right. Listen, if, right if, things. if Elijah Moore looks like Steve Smith, guess what? That, that's that's exciting stuff here. I, I love Steve Smith. Um, Todd Bowles was asked, what the hell's going on with Tom Brady? We'll see. We'll talk about it next week. I'm not concerned about it right now. We're trying to practice against Tennessee and play a game. I said sometime after Tennessee, there's no definitive date for me, but we'll check on it. And we'll keep in touch, and we'll find out. Yeah, what it's what, what, now a, a really interesting theory popped up on Reddit today, Don. Conspiracy theory, okay? Oh, I love these. Let's see what this is. This is this is an interesting one. The conspiracy theory is that the reason Brady is not with his Buccaneer teammates is because he secretly 
appearing on The Masked Singer. Okay. What proof? What proof is there? (laughs) There's proof. There's a historical precedent. I got a question for you, Don. Yes. Who did Tom Brady just sign a lucrative TV deal with? That would be Fox. Mm-hmm. And do you remember that Joe Buck was on The Masked Singer? I would have no idea. I wouldn't watch that show. Well, he that. was, Don. He was. And what network was Joe Buck working for? Oh, Fox. There's no way this is true. He can't. You can't do it. But what the hell? I, I he can't take you. a leave of absence from training camp. I know he's a god. But I, I think he needs camp, and he's going to miss it for the masked singer. Well, what I, I agree. That's I don't not know what's true. going on. That's why well, I don't want to make fun because it might be something very, very serious. And I assume it is something very serious for a guy that wants to play to miss camp over. I mean, how disrespectful would that be to his teammates? They're all preparing for a season, a season where you know it's not crazy to think they can compete for a Super Bowl, right? And he's going to miss time to be on the Masked Singer? No, he he would be – if that's true, he is a colossal fraud and, and a real piece of garbage. Uh, by the way, according to the Tampa Bay Times, mm. the situation has nothing to do with the health of Brady or his family, which is obviously great to hear if that's true. But – no, again, I, I don't want to speculate, but I'm going to. You know, is there something going on with his marriage? He feels like he's got to get corrected before he can focus on this. You know, was the whole retirement, no retirement thing? I mean, how hard was that on his family? I mean, there could be a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. Who knows? You know, but come on, Peter. I, I know sometimes we're not the biggest Brady fans because he does sometimes come across as a little, you know, bigger than life self-important and all that but you think Tom Brady's going to miss camp and preseason games and preparation for what could very well be his last season to go be on the masked singer I don't know what kind of ratings it gets but it, it can't be doing that well by the way this is also big news that just came down the pipe too a lot of speculation that uh, Michael Kay is doing the masked singer as well that's where he has been in the last couple of months now that makes sense now they'd have to get the They'd have to increase the size of their masks two or threefold. <laughs> well, wouldn't that kind of give it away? Like, geez, that's a huge mask. So, what is it's got to be Michael K. To? Yankee broadcaster Michael K. is the only man with a head that big. Right. It's very interesting. There's a there's a Pro Football Talk article right now. The Tom Brady training camp hiatus gets stranger and stranger from yesterday. Come on, it's all very weird, right? That could be true. I want it to be true. Now, remember, we did find out recently that the, and it kind of got, we kind of blew past it. But the Dolphins did, in fact, tamper with Tom Brady. Oh, sure. That piece happened here. That was in here. That was thrown into the mix during this hiatus. Sure. All very weird. And poor Todd Bowles has to stick with the same thing he had to stick with when he was talking to us. You know, I'm just worried about playing a football game against Tennessee. I mean, are you not concerned about the guy? 
I don't know. I'd I'd say he affects their win total by you know I don't know eight games. <laughs> like honestly, it, he's he's on that list of guys that they can give you the stats. They can tell you the number of games it would be according to Vegas, but you truly cannot even quantify how impactful he is. It's huge. They're, what do you they, mean? That team, you don't even think of that team in remotely the same light without him. And I feel bad for Todd because he probably knows the reason that Brady's out. He can't say anything. You can't make it all about one guy, even though we know that it is in this particular situation. But he does have to. He still has to coach his team. It's the last thing he needs. I really was excited for Todd. I mean, he won his Super Bowl ring as a defensive coordinator. Gets to be a head coach of a really good football team with a really good quarterback that now might just be an average team with an average quarterback. Um, But I, I just hope everything's okay. I'm glad he's healthy and his family's healthy, but it doesn't sound like the situation's healthy. Very, very, very interesting stuff. Uh, Jacoby Brissett on a quest to prove that he's the man to fill the shoes of Deshaun Watson. Uh, Good luck, pal. Um, Steve Young. Steve Young with some interesting words about the Ravens. Go ahead, Don. I heard he was trending today. I saw it. Yeah, here's Steve talking about the Ravens holding Lamar Jackson back. Why isn't he getting paid to be Patrick Mahomes? Because they haven't given him a chance to be Patrick Mahomes. So until they do, Lamar Jackson's damned because of what the Ravens are doing, not because of Lamar Jackson. I can't wait for someone to train Lamar Jackson to the sophisticated passing game. I think he'd be the greatest player in the history of the game. He's being held back by the Ravens. I want the full measure of who Lamar Jackson is. And the full measure is not being brought forward by the Ravens. And if that's not the case, then get out and find someone who will. Wow. That's strong. Did sorry, did Steve just go as far as saying that on the right offense, Lamar Jackson would be the greatest quarterback of all time? And I could see the Ravens being kind of a quarterback killer, right? They're they're kind of a throwback team, defense, running. Oh, there, there's never glorious quarterbacking on the. But Ravens. you know, and but we've sometimes seen Jackson not necessarily make the throws. He's a, he's a beast. He's great with his legs. He makes things happen. In the uh, behind the line of scrimmage, but does he I, I do think have an arm that makes you think that they're he doesn't have back, a powerful. Does he does not have that arm. He doesn't have a powerful arm, Don. But I do think the conversation about him not being able to throw is grossly exaggerated. Yeah, but no. When, when I, I watch him, throw. I see I, I see a guy I think can throw the football, but that's that, not that, a strength. It's not well, but I don't know. I, to Steve's point, it's hard to know. Maybe maybe that's just what we've seen in Baltimore. Well, that, and that's why I give. Well, first of all, you give Steve the benefit of the doubt just because he knows. Well, that's Steve Young, right? That's the number that's one Steve guest Young. in the history. That's right. the number one guest in the history of the Michael K. Show, right there. But you know, but is also part of it that they feel that there are limitations. That if they did do what Steve is suggesting, that maybe he'd get exposed a little bit. I mean, the Ravens want to win. You know, so there's obviously a method to their madness, and they know the quarterback better than anybody. He does have some fumbling issues. I mean, he's not the perfect quarterback, but he is a former MVP. It's interesting because the the Ravens aren't that team. I mean, they've been a good team, but they they're kind of a throwback to how you play football. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you something about uh, about uh, Lamar Jackson. You know what he is when it comes to Baltimore? 
the best quarterback in the history of the franchise, and it's not even close. That's what he is. Hmm. Not even close. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's repugnant. It's, the list of quarterbacks. Well, Flacco's too. You know who their first quarterback was? Well, I'm looking right now, so I see it's Vinny Testaverde. Yeah, Vinny Testaverde. He was a good quarterback, but certainly not. Well, that was that was right. That was like a year or two after the Jets. That was he was cooling was down. Ninety no, well, no, because it they went in '96, right? And he was yeah. with the Jets a couple played, of years later. Oh, it was after. It was just, it was just he was a Raven before a Jet. Oh wow! Is it, is it, oh no, he oh no, he was a Jet. Oh no, he was a Raven. He was a Raven in '96 when they moved. Former Raven replied, or current Raven? Oh, like the game he's, doesn't need him. Sorry, he's a Charger now. He's a Charger. Oh no, he's a Ram. <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's, I haven't heard it in a while. That's a Hall of Famer, really. That's oh uh, yeah, it's that's first ballot. That's I, first ballot. I, I do think at some point we should have, <laughs> you know, maybe it could be a podcast or something. Good I don't know crap. how. Maybe on the tenth anniversary of of Drop Madness, we can like start inducting some drops into the Hall of Fame, or have like a Hall of Fame. I a, love of honor. I love that idea. <laughs> and um, that would be one of them. Oh yeah, that could be first, that could be in the first class. Yeah, that's that yeah, that's the first class. That's the Ty Cobb Babe Ruth like <laughs> class. Like you just yeah, we yeah, that's that's, it, that's to a, me that, and Andrew, where a, do you have that all time? It's number one all time. It's, it's, I've always said that. And, and there's it, a story behind it. It, it. Like you could do a thirty for thirty on it. Like it's not just <laughs> there's a lot that went into me. That that the reason it's so great is that there were a lot of there were a lot of things involved there. There was a lot of moving, a lot of people were involved. A lot of things happened behind the scenes. Was it about Eric Weddle? Is that who yeah, was? that's right. It was Weddle, and it was me just you know going. And so, and, and, and who was in your ear, Andrew? I, I just remember him being a Raven, right? And so I said Ravens, right? And then Andrew said something in my head I didn't hear. Okay. So I, because I said former Raven is when he said so. So I guessed what he said that he was correcting me saying, no, no, he's still with the Raven. He's still current. Raven. So I said so you- current. And he said, no, LA. So I, well, instead of picking Rams, which should have been my pick, I said Chargers. <laughs> he said, no, Chargers. I was like, no, Rams. So well, I'll chase him my tail. And it's not, none of it's Andrew's fault. It, but it just, but Andrew is so involved. It really is just as much his drop as mine. Well, let's let's hear it one more time, please, Andrew. Former Raven replied, or current Raven. Oh, like the game he doesn't need him. Sorry, he's a Charger now. He's a Charger. Oh no, he's a Ram. <laughs> By the way, give me my credit. I- I'm rolling along with you. Yeah, now. I mean, you did. You have a hand in it too, because you could have said something or done something that made the drop obsolete. You didn't. You 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 laid out just enough, contributed just enough. Mark Kanha. Yeah. Um, I- I was just absent-minded enough, you know. And, and Andrew <sighs> was right there, trying to do the right thing. Do the right thing. It was. It, it really oh, is. It's glorious. It, it's, um, it's, it's the greatest drop of all time. Let's close out with this day in history. We go back oh, to 1995. Can I guess? You can try. I think. I think this is a Tyson vehicle. Mm, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't take it. It's real funny, huh? Yeah, who do you, who do you think it is? Uh, I think uh, knocking out uh, McNeely in what ninety seconds, less than that. And uh, for Ki- Medfield, Massachusetts own oh, cool. Peter McNeely. Let's hear it. It's real funny, huh? If you go, if any one of you that doesn't respect me or what I'm doing or what I've been doing for the last three months since we've been announced. Going against a guy like this, you'd have a big dump in your pants. 
I'm Hurricane Peter McNeely from Menfield, Mass. On Saturday night, watch me kick Tyson's <laughs> But if you haven't made your pay-per-view arrangements yet, make them soon. Because remember what happens when I wrap you in my cocoon. And McNeely, as advertised, comes right at Mike Tyson. Down goes McNeely. Seconds <laughs> into the first round. <laughs> His speech was longer than the fight. <laughs> it was, oh, it was such a fun. If you're a kid out there, uh, you're a youngster, and you haven't, like, lived the whole Tyson history, all of his fights are on YouTube in full, like, including, like, the lead-up to it. Go go watch the YouTube of the McNeely experience, the, the highlights of the press conference. It, Don King just found this guy. Tyson just get, got out of jail, and I, I believe that fight, Don, was free TV, I believe. On TV, I think it was one of the Fox ones, and it was such a huge deal that Tyson was fighting. It literally didn't matter. They could have put a soda can in there; it made no difference. And they find this guy Peter McNeely, and he was just such a character and so bad. And Mike destroyed him. And that will do it for ENN on this Friday, August nineteenth. Coming up next. Another conversation we enjoyed yesterday from Giants training camp with Evan Neal. Hang tight. Peter and Don on the K-Show on 98.7 ESPN. And, yes, 